0: It is the BKFC show. Happy St. Patty's Day. I don't know. I'm Italian. What do we say? Aaron, go bra, right? Yeah, buddy. Have a drink. The green stuff, man. Isn't that what they do? And today's our 50th episode. Woo! Oh, today's 5-0. The yeah. big 5-0. All right. Made it. I love it. Well, thank you to the fans for that 50. You keep track of all this stuff, Rob. You're like a stats yeah. guy. 49 more than I thought we'd make it so. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I Truly. <laughs> uh, very truly. But it's been, a, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you to the fans for the support. We have a lot of great stuff coming up today. On this St. Patrick's Day episode, Uh, of course, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, BKFC Fight Night, New York, the second time we're in New York. We're going to recap that. A lot of drama, a lot of stuff coming out of that we're going to talk about. Also, have Conor Tierney, who, in my estimation, uh, is solidified himself or starting to solidify himself as what could be a future superstar in BKFC. We're going to talk to him. What a performance. And coming up April 8th in Wichita, looking forward to... Mike the Marine Richmond versus Dave the Caveman Rickles, who's never at a loss for words. Going to have Dave the Caveman Rickles on today as well. Looking forward to that. A lot of fun here today, and we're happy you're here with us. Like I said on the teaser on, on Instagram, I mean, maybe it'll be some fisticuffs if we drink too much green uh, green booze. You know, we'll see that's what right, man. So, Whisky, whiskey, man. We, a whiskey. We're a whiskey guy. We're not allowed to talk about this, are we? I don't know. I don't we think, should be quiet. I don't think we'll we get,
1: can. Yeah, yeah, you will won't like it. Yeah. All right. So. I got, a, I got a funny story I'm going to say for the very end.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Well, with a tease like it's, that, it's, it better it's be funny.
1: Yeah, it's regarding whiskey and this, you know, this random that I had a couple years ago. <laughs> Stay tuned oh, for that. Oh, man.
0: The, the ratings are, are plummeting now, right? I uh, no. don't hear about your sex life. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a lot of stuff coming out of uh, BKFC Fight Night uh, 2 in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say this right away before we get to our guests. That'll be in a couple minutes. What an amazing crowd. Uh, it's the second time we've been there to the Seneca Allegheny Casino and Resort, and I knew it last time, and it solidified it this time for me. That has been one of my favorite rooms to work in, one of my favorite crowds. They're so excited. They're ready to go. I, I think, honestly, it's because in that area of New York, they don't get the amount of entertainment other places get, so they're all coming out, and they're ready to go. They were lined up. They were lined up before the prelims even started, all the way to the outside as it was snowing. A sold-out event in the snow in Salamanca. it's awesome. And these fans were pumped. If you looked at the prelims, I never agree with this. I say it all the time. A lot of times the prelims, people don't pay enough attention in boxing or whatever. They're hanging out with their friends. They're getting a couple of drinks at the bar. BKFC, you have to pay attention to the prelims because it's always going to be great stuff. It's never a match that you're like, eh, meh. So I th- I'm glad the fans in New York understood that that to be there in their seats. Cause I mean, it was essentially almost all the way full from the beginning to the end. There wasn't people kind of coming in later. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what a room they were going nuts. Yeah, it was electric. They were so pumped, man. I mean, you watched, you saw it. What was your take on the event? Oh dude, it was great. It was great.
1: Prelims. Wow. Uh-huh. You expect the prelims to be good, but I'm like, wow, this is a very, very, some very competitive bouts. Big shout out to Nate shook for that. I mean, he yeah. doesn't get enough credit. He gets all the hate when things don't go, you know, the way they should. But, you know, you got to praise him when he does uh, an excellent job. And, and I think that's he most an of the time. Yeah, I mean,
0: card. these cards, I feel like we, we just should air this and repeat every time we come out after an event, how amazing it was. And while we're being paid by Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, I'm pretty honest. You're pretty honest. They don't and pay me shit, man. They don't pay you? <laughs> you guys are getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> no. They give no me a Happy Meal. Sweaty. I get a Happy Meal. Yeah, <laughs> a little fried. Like some fun, kid. But, you know, I, I think that, If you look at the events, Mm -hmm. every time we come out of one, I mean, we'll be honest, if they're not good, I didn't see anything wrong with that event. I mean, of course, the main event was great for Jared Grant. We'll get into that a little bit, too. It was was an interesting main event. Mm -hmm. Some people may have not liked that, but I think Jared fought an excellent fight, and I got a lot of respect for him getting in on Anthony, or at least trying to. The guy wasn't giving up. We'll talk about that as well um, after we talk to our guest, who's coming on in a couple minutes. Uh, So, Rob, as far as the show, you heard the crowd going nuts. Evan was there as well. I want to bring Evan into this. Is there any moments that really stood out for you during the show? Evan, you can answer this too because you always have the the good view with the camera up there. You're always putting in people's faces.
2: My favorite part of the... Yeah, something stood out for you. I, <laughs> I like the weigh-ins with Jack Grady just screaming <laughs> in the Shady guy's Grady. face. Yeah. Someone's, that was probably my uh, highlight of the week.
1: Someone said that he's a human thumbnail machine. Oh, he is. <laughs> Do they make memes
2: out of You see that thing I sent you yesterday, Rob? I, uh, it was like, go play with, uh, when your mom tells oh, you, yeah, you to yeah. play <laughs> with the neighbor's kid, and it's like the neighbor's kid. It's just it's him. him screaming. And you know? what a
0: great nickname, Shady Grady. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I saw the guy's from Mission accomplished. They they had him on, and they had uh, this awesome graphic. It was like, hi, my name is, and one of those name badges, and they had him, like, screaming in the middle of it. Uh,
1: that, I mean, that's the thing, man. That's why I love it. I love this sport, man. You never know what you're going to get. You're like, ah, oh, you know here we go. Another one of, but it's him. That's who he is. Yeah. And it's exciting. Yeah. And he I, got
0: the W. He sure did. And he let us all know he did. He was biting on his metal. He was going nuts, you know? So congratulations to shady, Grady, yeah. great nickname. Always look forward to see him fighting. Uh, what about you, Rob? Was there anything that really stood out to you for the event? The weigh-ins the whole, as a whole? As a whole. Um, there was a lot of anticipation
1: for yeah. Connor Tierney. Oh yeah. You know, we've had fighters come in. The anticipation was very high. The execution was very low or lackluster. We've seen it, especially from UK fighters. This guy delivered. Sure did. So, you know, he came in last minute with a change, you know, change of opponent, a catch weight, right? Supposed to fight at 165. And Jeremiah got the fight Mm -hmm.
0: in such short notice, he couldn't drop all the weight.
1: short notice. Um, Wow. You know, very bright future for him indeed.
0: Well, the the way Connor explained it to me when I was talking to him before the fight, he was saying that for Jeremiah, and he's right, it's like a Rocky story. This guy who wasn't supposed to be in the Comayn gets in the co-main. He can make a name for himself, mm-hmm. and it, you know Connor had everything to lose. He's the guy yeah. coming, making his debut, and now he could lose to Jeremiah Ray. Like he wasn't prepared, but he said, "I just wanted to fight." I think he was so Jones to get this fight under his belt in the U.S. and get over. And you know what? He was a pleasure to watch. He was slick. He was fun to watch. And you know, another guy. I mean, I'll compliment the main event too. Like I said, Anthony Reddick, Jared Grant, all, Dude, that's all these a fighters. Very,
1: very tough short notice. Fight. That's like, listen. Jared Grant fighting a six foot fighter at one thirty five. That's insane, man! Like oh, yeah. for you reach. to even get in on that, you know the the reach advantage
0: is astronomical. It, it definitely is. And I know they're showing some clips of the Tierney Riggs fight now, uh, and I mean you can see. I, I, all respect to Riggs too. Yeah, like, he brought it, man.
1: You she, sure he, he he grabbed the clinch, something we only do in bare knuckle fighting championship. We don't do it in any other. You know, there's no other organization that does the clinch.
0: So I was, I was, uh... With Riggs, I was walking through the casino. I was going to talk about this later when we we recapped it, but I was walking through the casino with Riggs, not on purpose. He happened to be behind me, going to the event, and I feel these hands on my shoulders, and he kind of goes in my ears, like, wait till you see what happens tonight. Wait till you see this fight tonight. I mean, he was game. He was ready. And what I didn't know about him, we actually did it in the spotlights. Um, Alan Belcher, who I'll talk about later as well, was there cornering Mm -hmm. him and stuff, and Alan Belcher had told me that Riggs was a rodeo guy, so I brought that into his interview. This guy, he's done it all, Jeremiah Riggs, rodeo. Uh, pro wrestling with tough enough broken mm-hmm. skull rants with stone cold. He was on the ultimate fight. I mean, it goes on and on and on army Ranger, army ranger. That's the most important of everything. Tough as nails, man. Got so nothing he, taken away from that guy. He actually said that he didn't, he took the fight partially for the most part, cause he wanted to test himself. He said, I always like to test myself. I'm in bare knuckle. He came off that great win in Jackson mm-hmm. fairly recently. And now he's testing himself again. He said he wants to get as many bare knuckle fights under his belt as he can. I think this guy, even with the loss, is still going to be a star in the organization. I'm looking forward to seeing what else he has. I mean, he kept fighting. He kept going. And, you know, if you look at Conor, Conor, that was a technical fight with Conor. Conor, like I said, was beautiful. It was beautiful the way he would just move out of stuff. His footwork was incredible. And we're going to have Conor on later. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's going to tell you all about it. So he's like Lorenzo Hunt. I don't have to tell you. He'll tell you. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, and then, you know, shifting back to the main event, if you look at Kid Gotti, Jerry Grant, I have loved watching his climb. This guy is so talented. What what another amazing boxer. I wouldn't have taken that fight, especially on short notice. I have to get him, was it, over a 10-inch reach? The guy was like, Anthony Drake, six foot something. I mean... it was what we knew it would be Jared trying to get in. I've never seen Jared damaged that bad after a fight, mm-hmm. but it's simply because Jared was trying to get in and props to Anthony Reddick too. Cause he also took the fight on short notice and he knew apparently he didn't hesitate from what Nate was telling me. He took it right away cause he knew it could be a life changer, a game changer for his career in BKFC, but it wasn't, but it's a fight people are going to talk about and BKFC youngest of all time in history. There can only be one in history, mm-hmm. the youngest champion ever. For BKSC. Congratulations. No, is there an asterisk on camp. it
1: because he's the interim champion? Well, there yeah, there could be, but I'm not I'm, I'm not taking any, anything anything away from his performance, which I thought no. was a it's very, 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 very tough performance. And he was tested. Yeah. Right. He wasn't just thrown in with some guy that's just gonna give him a W. He was tested, man. I I wouldn't if I was his manager or him a six foot plus. I would advice against yeah, it. I'd be like, mm, yeah, we're gonna hold off on that one. Yeah. But he didn't. No. He stepped up. He's like, I'll take the fight. I don't know if that was the manager that was Jared oh, and his coach, Ryan. They seemed like they wanted it, man. They really wanted that
0: fight. They, Re- they had no-
1: rewatch that. You have to rewatch it and you have to slow down some some aspects of it. It's like Mike Tyson. It's like, wow, I didn't know he dodged all those punches, got in, got his blows in. It was it was great. It was a great performance by by uh, both competitors. Yeah, I mean, man. Jared would enjoyable. get
0: in there and have his, his flurry of punches. As soon as he'd get inside, he would try to, try to make it happen. Like I said, mm-hmm. I've never seen Jared. I don't think he's ever gone to a decision, has he? No, no, mm. he hasn't. I don't think he's ever going to that's a decision. That's a good question. I'm, I'm sure I don't know the Say it again. I was, he's, no, no. I, I'm, I'm sure of it. I mean, Evan, you know, if Evan's going to prove me wrong, Evan will, but uh, he's never going to decision. No, that was his first yeah. fight that went to all yeah. five. That's what I mean. So yep. he, he now has that under his belt. I think he even said that in an interview or on a social post that he's never been five rounds. Now he's experienced that. And I, and I feel like as a fighter, of course, you want to win, but to go those five rounds means something to him. Now he knows he's been in those... Deeper waters, and, and now mm-hmm. he can survive. He might have thought it, but now he saw it, and, and that's going to add to his heart in the next fight. So there's only one opponent next for him, Johnny Bedford. That's it. And that's I, it. I want to see that fight. I want to see that fight to. originally. So once he, you know, all respect to Jared Grant. Like I said, I love those guys out of Slaughterhouse Gym. Ryan Perez is amazing at this uh, at this industry, knowing what to do and how to coach them. Uh, and Jared's amazing at executing. And I do want to see, and we have to see. I'm not saying it's illegitimate. I mean, props mm-hmm. to him for being champ. Mm-hmm. Or interim champ, but we have to see him defeat Johnny Bedford now to really call him the champ. I do agree with that. Uh, the other then thing you have Bedford, or excuse what, me, you have new, uh, Dat Nguyen
1: in the mix to that. I know, man. It's like you know who who fights next. It's Dude, that that, that three headed monster. It's gonna be amazing. fun to watch. So whoever whew, is that, that at thirty five still, or is and that's it my, and that's that's a questionable to... thing. We never know what the guy. <laughs> what, what's up. he feel yeah, today? Might <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> D- that might want to hear. fight heavyweight. One thirty five or two oh five.
0: That's going who after whoever.
1: You know, Johnny Bedford, that. Great fight. You want to see that? You want to see them run that back? Dat you know, you know, Palomino gonna hate me for saying that, but Dat put on a performance. He he was a challenger. Palomino wasn't in the best shape. He admitted to that. But the fact that Dak can step up and wait, be competitive. Yeah, it's, it's. There's no doubt about it.
0: There's no doubt about it. Dat just talented. Dat be dat mm-hmm. You know, and, and aside from that, I think I don't know if they showed it on the broadcast because I was in the building. But like I said, there was like a major snowstorm going on as the sold out crowd attended. And I thought it was interesting that Jared Grant not only won the title, but I think he said it was the first time he's ever built a snowman in his entire <laughs> life. So it's a picture. I would have put the title bet on the snowman if I was here. Yeah. But he That's has a cool. snowman picture on his social. I was like, hey, I see, we, we take that for granted living around here. I get tired right. of the snow. I get sick and tired of the damn snow. It hurts my back when it starts to snow. <laughs> I, but he seemed to enjoy it. So good for him. And good for him for that big win. Again, we have some guests coming on. Uh, I, I don't know what time they're even scheduled for. Oh, we got Tierney? Tierney? Tierney's in the green room, all the right, virtual green room. Awesome. Connor Tierney, let's bring him in, man. Let me get my notes together here. I want to talk to the Brumtown bomber here. Hey, Connor, you there, buddy?
3: Yeah, man, I'm all here. Look at you, man. Sharp as a razor. Wow, all dressed up.
0: Look at you. It looks like you're going to your uh, school picture day. You look wonderful.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I've actually just finished work. Obviously, I'm a quantity surveyor, so I work in an office environment. So, yeah, I mean, I'm still pretty because I took no damage the weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You beat me to the punch, literally. I was going to say that next. Before we get into anything, um, you mentioned – I love when people get given nicknames. I know where you're from. I understand the origin of the nickname. But the Brumtown Bomber, you mentioned to me before that no one gave you that name. You, in in typical Conor Tierney fashion, gave yourself that name, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, because I'm a bomber and I'm from – Birmingham. Slang for Birmingham is Brum and Brumtown. So, it just made sense. Kind of the Brumtown bomber. It rhymes. It's marketable. And, you know, it fits me now. Well, the reason we had you on because you had just been on
0: and we don't try to bring people back, but you're the first UK fighter. At least we don't bring him back right away. uh, That we've seen perform the way you did. It was an impressive debut. You were an absolute joy to watch. Why are you different from most UK fighters we've seen?
3: No offense to the UK fighters, but me i'm unique you don't get many fighters that are like me who can market themselves like i do you know be cocky but be likable at the same time and be as technical and as skillful as i am and i told you that on the show the last time we was on you know i said i was skillful i said i was technical i said i was gonna surprise a lot of people and you know the, the amount of stardom i've got from that win the weekend's been insane So, yeah, I mean, in terms of the difference in me between the UK fighters is just that my amateur boxing pedigree, like, my skill set is just completely different to a lot of fighters, let alone in the UK, across the world more.
0: So was this your first time ever in the USA? I think you told me it was. And if it was, what stood out for you? I don't just mean fighting. I mean, like, everything in the US. What really stood out to you? You can say anything you want. Don't worry about being rude. Americans can can be rough sometimes.
3: Pancakes, they're amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> pancakes, huh? You like the pancakes?
3: Honestly, like my, I, I said, right? I said, win or lose, right? As long as I get some pancakes out there, those American pancakes with the syrup—that's <laughs> all I'm bothered about. Um, and you uh, know, obviously, I, I was I was sort of like on weight in a week, and I had some pancakes. And my coach sort of rang me because he never come with me. I had to have someone else in my corner was a friend, and uh, he was like. What are you eating that for? I was like, what? It's a stump. You're fighting. It'll slow you down. I was like, but I've never had them before.
0: Said <laughs> child, man. So who was after your fight, after the masterful performance, who was the first person you heard from via text message, call? Who, who'd you talk to first after?
3: What was said? Um, it was my girlfriend. Yeah, I spoke to my girlfriend. Um, back home in the U.K., there was hundreds of people that stayed up to watch the fight. There was all in pubs, bars, you know, watching the fight till late. Um, and there was a lot of massive, massive positive, positivity and feedback. And I think I shocked a lot of people because, because of the current situation with you know the the, the recent performances from some of the UK fighters, and I'm sort of falling short at the uh, the first hurdle because. Not only did I conquer the first hurdle, I'd done it so skillfully and executed it with a knockout like that. Probably one of the best. You know, it's really shocked everyone now and everyone's got confidence in me to go all the way and win the titles.
0: So, I was next to Chris Lytle when that knockout happened. He was comment doing commentary, obviously, so I'm being quiet. And I was going to hand him the mic so he could do the post-fight. And it caught me off guard the way that knockout looked. It was beautiful, the knockout. I literally grabbed his arm as he's commenting. I was like, oh, you probably heard me on the broadcast like an idiot. Uh, so I've seen that knockout from you. In the UK, I've seen your James Canelli one. We've spoken about that before. I mean, I got to tell you, I like the Jeremiah Riggs one better. Where does that rate on you, Canelli yeah. or in Briggs? What meant
3: more? Uh, it's not- do you know what? Like, I said this to you before. Um, the Canelli fight was different because there was a lot of beef there, and I don't really have the we, you know, we had a personal personal disliking for each other. But I think because of the the occasion and the size of the event and the spectacular knockout, like, I've got to say, Jeremiah Riggs, now that's my best knockout today. That is, oh,
0: It was absolutely beautiful. It was wonderful to watch. And, you know, we're going to get to some other stuff here in a minute. But first, I, I want to find out I mean, for your footwork, absolutely amazing. I just want to find out as far as Jeremiah Riggs. I mean, the guy kept coming. He had a lot of heart. I believe you said to uh, maybe it was the fighting news. He was like a zombie. He just kept coming. Uh, when you were in there, was there any time when you felt like, okay, this guy's going to be trouble
3: for me? Yeah, we, um, he, he, was, he was catching me with some good shots, to be fair. Like, I, I mean, there wasn't many. He caught me with that right hand that dropped me. If, I, if I'm being honest, when he dropped me, so it was a wake-up call. Um, and then I knew I was in deep water then because although Jeremiah was not a technical guy, you know, he's a fighter and I seen a post the other day on Facebook and someone said, you know, um, when he comes up against a true bare knuckle fighter and I was like, okay, well, Jeremiah is more of a bare knuckle fighter than most fighters because of his background, you know, his experience and the way he is. He's more fighter brawler style than anyone I could have thought. And I went in there and dismantled him. So there's no, there shouldn't be no questions about who I should deal with next. At the end of the day, the way I dealt with Jeremiah is exactly the same as how I deal with every other fighter I come against in this promotion. <clears throat> so,
0: I mean, the way you dealt with Jeremiah, I, I, it seems like you don't want to deal, deal with Jim Allers again. You you don't believe from what I've heard you say that he was even hurt. Uh, like we said the other day, it seemed like he got a case of the Connors. You feel like he got a little nervous to fight you. Um but you said he's going, I guess you guys say the queue. He's going to the back of the queue. We say back of the line here. But yeah. then you brought up Elvin Brito, who's uh, spoken very highly of most here in America, and you're looking for that title fight. But then I heard you say on the fighting news, I believe it was as well, that you, you want title fights or big names like a Mike Perry. Because What was the quote? You want to knock his last brain cell out that he has
3: or something like that you said? Well, when, when I listen to him talk, he sounds really punch drunk, like he couldn't string a sentence together. So I said I'll punch the rest of his brain cells out for what is many, but the look of it. <sighs>
0: <laughs> you have a way with words, Connor Tierney. Hey, man, I'm happy to have you on. My co-host, Rob. Rob, do you have anything for Connor? Because, I mean, I don't I'd let him get back to his yeah, school mas- Yeah,
1: master class performance, Connor. Great fight. Who would you like to see next? Last-minute change. You know, it's switched over to Jeremiah Riggs. Do you, are you done with Allers? Who is your next ideal opponent? Yeah. Who would you like to fight next?
3: And it, I'll just say something, right? Jim Mallers never posted his injury. He never posted training videos. He didn't promote the fight. I was there training twice a day and working at the same time, right? right. Jim done an interview with OG and didn't even repost the interview. I think he knew from maybe a couple of weeks before prior that he was going to pull out of this fight, Um so, you're There's saying no Jim, Jim Allers had no
1: intention of, of fighting whatsoever for this. He wasn't taking it serious. You knew he was going to pull out no. before he pulled out.
3: Wow. Yeah. He knew he was going to pull out. He, listen, he knew he was going to pull out, right? There was nothing. There was no promotional videos. There was no training. He went mm-hmm. to the slaughterhouse boxing gym. he done not like one session. That I spoke to his, uh, someone coaching. I think it's Jabber's trainer. And even he said he hardly put any work in for it. I think he just knew deep down that it, it wasn't the fight for him. You know, it was a risky fight. He'd not, he'd been knocked out by Palomino, um, you know, and I hit harder than Palomino and I'm much bigger than Palomino. So it was a risky fight for Jim and, you know, fair play. He, he's kept his health because otherwise he would have gotten knocked
0: out. Hey, no knock on Jim, but I'll tell you, I'm not glad the fight fell off for you. Obviously you're preparing for someone else. So that my estimation that makes it a little harder for you, but the Jeremiah Riggs fight uh, against you was absolutely phenomenal. It was as a fan. I mean, it Mm -hmm. was so much fun to watch. You could hear the crowd going nuts. So, I mean, I think BKFC matchmaker, Nate shook needs a pat on the back for making that fight on short notice. And both of you warriors need pats on the back for taking those fights on short notice. So thank you for that as a fan. Thank you.
3: No, yeah. Oh, like I just want to say big respect to Jeremiah Riggs because he brought half for them five rounds, you know. He still brought trouble. Um, as much as I look fancy and slick in there, when I'm actually in there individually working, you know, there was a lot for me to think about. It made me think about a lot of what I was doing. So, you know, big, you know, hats off to Jeremiah, you know, respect to him. And I really do think he's got some big fights in, in him, me too. you know, for BKFC as a promotion.
0: Me too. I, I can't wait to see him fight again. Speaking of
1: rig. fighting again, we don't know. I'm not sure if you spoke to the matchmakers. Uh, what's next for your future? Has there been anything in discussion of when we're going to see you next in the ring?
3: Um, no, I haven't actually spoke to Dave yet. Um, spoke to my manager Mazi. We, we've had some chats. Ideally, now, like I want to be looking at them bouts. Listen, I want to be the biggest name in the sport. Of course, I'm a rising star. I'll be a superstar in this game. You know, I'm marketable. I'm a character. And I'm also fantastic in the ring, you know. I'm, I'm, I've got excellent boxing skills and I can bang. You know, you don't find many fighters like me who can be defensive and offensive at the same time in spectacular skill and be able to knock people out in that fashion. And, you know, that type of skill and, um, you know, charisma needs to be at the top of the game. So Alvin was holding the bouts at 165. is too big for me. Uh, I weighed in at 167.9 pounds, yeah. And I rehydrated to 169 a day after. I put a pound on, right? Jeremiah weighed in at 170, and I think he weighed in at 185. I'll probably give about 17 pounds around the night. And that's the truth. And I still got rid of him like the way I did. And I took the shots and got back up. So for me, 165, I'll be the biggest and the hardest hitting, the most skillful in the division. And Alvin Brito holds them belts. And me and Alvin will be a fantastic yeah. fight. Two of the best fighters with the IQ, the highest IQ in the game going toe-to-toe it's what the fans need it's what the fans will want and it's the fight that'll win
0: so uh what i thought was interesting is after the fight there was some people that had never really watched bare knuckle fighting championship before they came to check it out and someone came up to me and they said that jeremiah riggs and that connor Tierney. they thought that jeremiah like you said bigger you gave up the, you know the weight they thought that you he was going to destroy you because they didn't know they've never watched they didn't know about either your careers and they were like they were blown away by your skill. I just wanted to let you know the fans were saying that as well. That's not just us. That's not just you. That, that was kind of in the building. I took the mm-hmm. temperature. That's what people were saying. So yeah. thank you. I, I think, I think
3: uh, – I'll say a, a big thank you. you know. Go ahead. Yeah, it was just a big thank you to the fans. I've had like nearly 8,000 followers – over the past week on Instagram, you know, followers from Argentina, Hawaii, Florida, uh, Mexico, New York, you know, a lot of American fan base. I've had famous American football players follow me, people from American Forbes magazine, you know, messaging me, you know, and that just goes to show, you know, that with that skill and, and that performance, you know, to be attracting them to of people, there's only more to come and uh, the status will only get bigger.
0: Well, welcome to the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Welcome to the big time, man. Congratulations on your big win. Uh, I think the future's so bright, you got to wear shades to borrow a uh, a, a song lyric. Uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to see where you head in the future. Thank you for taking the time to come on with us. And like you said, look at this man's face. He's got a little right there. Other than that, he's, he's ready to go, man. Looks like you're a model.
3: <laughs> All right. Connor Listen, if there's you. any modeling companies out there that want me... You can come and get me. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna look like this after every fight.
0: Yeah, that, that, in, in his estimation, that's what's gonna happen. Conor Tierney, the Brumtown Bomber. Thanks for making the time to come on, man. It's always good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. See you. Congratulations.
3: Thank you, man. Okay. Respect to both. See you later.
0: Take oh, they, hey, he's trying to give us respect and they cut him off. I want to hear. They he said respect to both you. Yeah, I think he said. It I'll, take, l- uh, I'll take a that. little bit
1: of delay over the uh, over the pond, as they say. Oh yeah, across the pond. It's, it's the pond. It's, uh,
0: yeah, a little bit of delay, but uh, you know he's always good to talk to because yeah. You know, I wanted to find out after the win, coming from the UK, he's the most successful fighter we've seen. So I kind of wanted to find out uh, where his head was at, and then we did. So that's great. Well, one of the things I forgot to ask, it just hit me right now, is watching
1: his highlights with Jeremiah Riggs. Jeremiah went right for the clinch. Yeah. And I said it earlier, overseas, they don't do that. Other promotions, they don't clinch. That's like an exclusive BKFC thing. Yep. And some of the pound for pound best, dare I say, in our
0: organization used to clinch. Well, he had Palomino said, uses the clinch I know he does. masterfully. Oh, yeah, he's amazing at it. He had said on an interview that I'd seen, I'm so sorry, I don't remember who it was with, otherwise I'd cite the source, but he had said, yeah, I proved that I can do everything. Mm-hmm. I can do a little bit of everything Connor Tierney was saying. He said, I, I showed that tonight, and I believe he did too. It was a fun fight. Yeah, I, I know it was great ex- on the app, but to watch live.
2: Oof. He said he trained a lot for the clinch, actually. Yeah, he was. You you know, was no,
0: like i see. I
1: seen done. him like you know backstep, if you mm-hmm. will. He shook it off and, you know. Very smart.
2: Do you think Brito's next for him? No. Because Brito said he's not <laughs> impressed. You know, Brito's not impressed by his performance. I listen uh, up. I, I'd like to see like a Caleb Harris next. Yeah, I think I'd be a good I And think then see be a good how he, you know, because Brito went, what, every fight with Caleb, he went, you know, all mm-hmm. five rounds. So if he goes in and, you know, puts Caleb away early, then it kind of shows the level of competition. So I wouldn't be mad mm-hmm. to see that fight, Nor but I. I wouldn't be mad to see him go right to Brito first either. Well, Just coming from, mm-hmm. coming from, uh, you know, England he's had you know he had 6 fights already. Jim over there. And he was yeah. a champion and I think he the level of competition there was very high and he definitely proved himself I think. Um, what about you guys dude what do you think? <laughs> well listen I, like wait, I, want, I want to hop
1: into some <laughs> little job, some Good analytics job. to his weight and what weight class cuz I think that's very important cuz he brought up Palomino. Uh-huh. You know, he's the one who brought up Palomino and said he hits harder than Palomino. Mm, I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> Palomino hits pretty hard. <laughs>
1: yes. Palomino is a very hard striker. But Palomino's 155. He said he weighed in, what, the day after? After he's fully hydrated, a pound and a half? Yeah. I think 155 is, he could easily go down to 155. So I think that 155, 165, you know, we're, you know we have to find out what's where his comfort level is.
0: Look, Connor Tierney, to me, is like I talked about Julian Lane like this. Mm-hmm. From seeing him fight once, I want to see what comes next. I don't care who he fights. Same with Julian Lane. I know that I'm probably going to see an awesome fight. So I'll just sit back, let Nate Shook make the matches, work his magic, and I'll just enjoy every fight he's in. I mean, that's the best kind of fighter to me where Mm -hmm. you don't care, you know, as a fan, you want to see him win or lose, but you just want to see the fight. You know what I mean? To me, that's, that's kind of where it's at. Um, we have other people to talk to today. I'm not sure exactly what time is it right now? Okay. In a couple minutes, we'll be talking to Dave, the caveman Rickles. We're looking forward to that. Um, do you want to continue or do we have, I mean, what is Dave Rickles is coming off a
1: amazing fight. Speaking of Julian Lane, amazing fight with Julian Lane. I mean, what is that fight of the year? It's a great fight. The crowd was electric too. Oh, I mean, (laughs) you couldn't have asked for anything better, but now he's fighting. Demolition Man, <laughs>
0: Mike Richmond, Mike Richmond, who's been coming off of wow, what he did to Dakota Cochran was well, yeah in his own home in his own hometown. Wow, too. so now he's going to fight, uh, of course, Caveman in his own hometown. Mm-hmm. Is this the backyard? thing with, with, with uh, the Marine coming into hometowns, invading, and then uh, pardon the pun, I didn't mean to do that, but invading and then kind of taking? I really didn't mean to do that. That was kind of corny. He said uh, it, Mike Richmond. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it like that. hey yo. Uh but. He's coming in, and he could be, you know, taking people in out in their hometowns. And and when you do that, mm-hmm. that's not just a decisive win. I mean, that's right, mm-hmm. a really decisive win. So April eighth is going to be a great fight card coming up. Uh, BKFC twenty three, of course, that's in Wichita. You have we just talked about Dave the Caveman, Rickles, just Mike the Marine, Richmond. I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. That is a uh, going to be a middleweight title eliminator as well. There's two title eliminations in this card. Mm-hmm. So whoever wins that, I mean, assuming that Tiago's still the champ when. They go to fight him. That could be the fight we're going to see. Whoever's the champ, they're getting the next shot. They're in line for it. And I'd like to see those fights. Uh, The second uh, eliminator we have is Isaac Doolittle, who has been amazing as well. And by the way, Mike Richmond, Dave Rickles, both undefeated. I should mention that as well. It's always fun to, to see that. Isaac Doolittle, Jared Warren. Uh, of course, that's the second, that's the light heavyweight title eliminator. So the winner of that, if Lorenzo Hunt's still a champion, uh, will be facing Lorenzo Hunt. Uh, Jared Warren, I think it's interesting. I always say this. He's a fireman. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, he's a fireman mm-hmm. for his real trade. Isaac Doolittle, a bare knuckle fighter. It's just interesting to me that he's like he's like a chemist or something. He mixes chemicals. I... I I don't know. I, yeah, I, I failed the yeah. periodic table. He makes
2: his own beard, uh, <laughs> A beard, beard soap beard yeah, shampoo yeah. He or He makes it in his yeah. bathtub or
0: something, he was telling me one time. That's some Fight Club stuff right I there. That's pretty soap. cool. No. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So that's going to be, I mean, both of those fights, the main and the co-main, I'm looking forward to both of them. And then you got Marciano Hernandez making his return. Now, if you don't know who he is, we've seen his brother Nico Hernandez fight for us. He's the former Olympian mm-hmm. uh, we went ch- going against Chancey Wilson, which I still say to this day that Chancey, if he didn't throw up in the fourth round, didn't call the fight. Chancey had that fight. He had it. I, I, I know he did. Uh, But we saw Marciano Hernandez, who's coming from pro boxing, undefeated. He's also undefeated in BKFC. He had a win last time we were in Kansas. So now this time he's going to step back in the ring, and we're looking forward to see what he has this time. And, you know, he's a a hometown favorite, so uh, I'm looking forward to all that. Jake Lindsay's another guy who uh, we've seen a great deal of. He's going to be taking on Derek Finley. All fights I want to see. And then you look at the women. Uh, Oh, my gosh. The rugged beauty. Crystal Pittman versus Jessica Link. That fight, you know, the thing I'll say about... Jessica Link's just very talented. Mm-hmm. Crystal Pittman talented in her own way, too. And, and she can take abuse. I mean, she is a warrior. That woman has heart. I, I, I'm really, really looking forward to that fight. I mean, you can look at the rest of the card. We mentioned, Chan, we'll get back to this one here, but Chancy Wilson, we mentioned him. Mm-hmm. He'll be fighting Justin Martinez. He's a guy that uh, I enjoy watching Chancy fight. He's a warrior, man. He came in ready last time. He's coming off a win last time we were in Kansas. Uh, L.J. Hamrock versus um, Steve Morris. I mean, that's a fight that, I, I would watch that fight. I watch any. That's what I mean about Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Any of these fights from the prelims on up, you know are going to be good fights. Rob, is there anything you're really looking forward to on this card? I'm actually looking
1: like aside from the main event, Jessica Link, Crystal Pittman, they're both coming off yeah. of losses, unfortunately. <clears throat> now heart, this is, yeah, so you're coming off of a loss. Your opponent's coming off of a loss. This is kind of a win. I need to win situation. Lost-win situation, yeah. So I think it's, you know, the, the bar is going to be raised even higher and the level of effort and energy, the desire to win. It's going, It might that, be fighter than no,
0: that catapults. That catapults it sometimes. Um, and, and, and you know where you get that little, like you're saying a little extra push, little we, well, push we a see little fire to push a little bit harder. We see that from the mm-hmm. trial fighters. A lot of times they want to make a statement when they come up to the main roster. So you're seeing that too. When people both come off a loss, they're going to fight even harder. Uh, and by the way, I feel bad. I, I don't normally do this, but I want to backtrack. Okay. Um, we didn't even congratulate Connor Tunney for knockout of the night. We said it was a great knockout. But if you even heard, that was the knockout of the night. And uh, it's the reason I thought of that, because the ladies' fight was the fight of the night uh, mm-hmm. on our last show. So ladies, I always say it, it's a, it's an amazing thing to watch. So the guys fight. You think you'd be tuning in for guys' fight? At least that's how it used to be. Now a lot of people want these women fights, and I understand why. I mean, they fight with this passion. It's, I'm one of them. Can we great. have please
1: more? more? <laughs> please. So
0: if you are a female fighter out there,
1: and you want to get on bkfc contact nate shook directly you can find him on facebook linkedin i don't know if he's on twitter or not or just you know
0: just reach out
1: to re- reach out to grab him at a show if
0: you're to show live he loves that and kind of just start talking to him about coming on
1: for me personally and for the rest of the fans i think we, i would love to see a deeper pool more female fights on the cards and they were limited with the amount of fighters you know the sport is growing but please submit those applications show up to the tryouts yeah, man. Show them what so you got important. we have
0: tryouts what's today it's coming up Charles's coming up i don't know if we have a slate for the tryouts that are coming up uh I, I don't want to say the wrong date i want to say it's if i can remember march 26th is that correct for the tryouts yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking that. That sounds Saturday. good to you. Next oh, Saturday. It's coming. Hold That sounds good. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't no, tell me. It's yawning. not going to find no, it. it. No, it's...
2: Uh, <laughs> so it, it's I'm in, looking at the graphic. I, March 26th March, in Slidell, yeah. Louisiana. And,
0: and our boy... Uh, good Scott old Scott, Scott O'Shaughnessy is going to be there. Is, and yeah. like we've said, this guy, if you're going to... The best part is, I, I say this, I feel like Tom blue in the face, but if you go to the tryouts, maybe you get signed. If you don't get signed at least you have, you can kind of see what it's all about, and then you have the experience of talking to a guy that's been in these wars, that's been in these fights, and maybe picking his brain. So if you don't get picked, the next time you come back, maybe from what he told you, you can kind of apply that, or maybe even in any kind of fight you can apply Mm -hmm. it. The guy's been in there, and it's almost like a little bit of a seminar, too. He's going to be able to help you. So, uh, of course, you can see it up there on the screen, where you can go, bkfc.com slash tryouts in Louisiana. Can you name
2: all the people on the last card who were from the tryouts? Can you? I don't know. Let's start. I like
0: I turn that. Uh, <laughs> My brain's numb, dude. I have allergies. Marty Navarro. Yeah, yeah. He was...
2: One with some disgusting body shots. Looked great. Um, Devin Gibson.
0: Devin Gibson. The They're... one
2: and only Zach Kalmus.
0: Yeah, Zach Kalmus. Uh,
2: what about the
0: Irishman? Was the Irishman from trials? He was. Kyle McElroy yeah. was also. Uh, who else? I want to say Gibson's great because you can never, if you're just like a, a fan that's just tuning in, mm-hmm. you always know who he is. If, even if you don't pay attention to what corner he's in because he has it tattooed across his back. You can't miss it, dude. bro.
2: He's all awesome. He comes out with the, uh, with the Canadian flag headband. Yeah, I love yeah, that. He, look, he reminds me of GSP. Remember yes, GSP yes, walk yes, out with the headband it. and is in uh, the gi. Fucking awesome, man. It is. It's amazing.
0: Uh, come, keep going. Anyone else you can think of?
2: Uh, I'd have to look at a.
0: Well, I mean, we say it all the time, but you can look at guys that uh, have climbed up the card. Some champions now. Uh, Lorenzo Hunt came from Trouts. He actually he's a guy that trumpets Trouts all the time. How important they are. Uh, he's a guy we found at tryouts. Uh, Sam Schumacher, We talk about him. You know, what's the famous story? I'm not going to repeat it. You already know. Put it in the comments if you know what he did at tryouts. By the way, at the ECW Arena in Philly, that's where there's tryouts. Were. I don't I'm know if anybody else
2: on there. here from the. I think that everybody we named was it.
0: There you go. But that's that's the point. And you get on the cards. It's not like we just go, "Oh, come to tryouts," and then we never do anything with it. We want to see, and we get good, great attendance at these tryouts. And you can watch them, by the way, on the app BKFC.com to grab the app. It's all up there from the fights to the tryouts. You can kind of mm-hmm. see what. You're going to be preparing for so you come ready. I think that's important because we don't just look at your fighting skills. We mm-hmm. look at your personality. We look at your, uh, you know, the punch meter, how hard you can punch. So you can come ready knowing what they're going to be looking for and you can then execute and hopefully get a contract with BKFC. I'm looking forward to see what they come up with from each trial. I'm mm-hmm. always looking at that. I know you are as well to see who I next up and coming fighters are. So make sure you get involved with that. BKFC.com slash tryouts. And while you're there, if you didn't uh, subscribe to the app yet, you're a moron. If you're $4.99 a month, don't be a moron. Subscribe to the app. The best value in combat sports. Am I wrong?
2: I'm just being honest, and the app's about to get a whole lot better.
0: Yeah, I know. Are we allowed to talk about that?
2: No. We talked about it a couple of shows. Oh, we, we did. S- I don't we said know. it's
0: coming. It's coming soon. Wait, yeah. Well, we've been saying that for how long? But we really mean this it. This time. I
2: saw the I saw the, how it looked yesterday. You saw yeah. it, yeah. They're, they're going to launch the beta, peek? I think, next week. Ooh. So, like, some people may be able to download it. Ooh. A little sneak peek, okay. But well. and you're encouraged to download it, and you know, if anything looks bad, report it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Where we'll was your to, brain we'll at when you saw it, Evan? What did you see? Was there anything you really liked on it? It's cool because
2: really it's not just like video. You can here, let me put myself in. There's um, <laughs> there there's like news coming. You know, what I mean, there's all there's whole different sections now. There's like fighter profiles and stats and all that. So it's more than just a video you know just a place to watch videos it's it's, it's like the, the bkfc universe is all it's it's your oh, one-stop the shop for right. everything Metaverse. i love
0: living in the right? <laughs> yeah. I love living in the bkfc universe yeah, it's here. a lot more user-friendly for so sure one thing i have heard about this app without giving too much away is that uh, some of the top organizations in sports in entertainment yeah. they use this app they use the same not the same app but they use it's the, the, the same idea. yeah
2: it's the same vendor it's the same back end look which, as some of the big
0: boys have i don't now. want to say too much because i don't know a ton i just know what i've heard and everything i've heard i've gotten more Excited about being a BKFC fan because yeah. there's going to be so much more we can do. You yeah. can do. It's going to be fun. It's and not, the big
1: question is, will it crash during a live event? No.
2: Well, if we do, don't blame me. And I think they're <laughs> no, really it's big, not going to. No, I don't think no, it no, will. This not. new app's That's, a lot more. But to be fair, even the big boys have issues. Like. I remember watching uh, McGregor Poirier. When was that? Last January. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and had, that crap. And they get they got they ripped on social. It happened yeah, yeah. you know just again it's everybody trying to go in at once. I would. That's say, why you should always sign up a few days in advance. Don't wait until a minute before the main card starts plugging it. I love because it because everybody's trying to you know get through the little hole at once.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't want to. Do- <laughs> That's what she said.
2: Oh. Rob, Robert, kids show.
0: Rob, I'm thinking that I didn't say it. What is the matter with you, Rob? <laughs> I was really uh, so. No. So the, the thing is, though, with this new app mm-hmm. that I'm looking at is it's going to be user friendly. It seems like it's going to be exciting for what the fans can do to it. Yeah. And the big question you're asking is different than my big question. My main concern about the new app is: Will you still be carrying the BKFC show? I mean, we need this. Mm-hmm. We have to feed our families. Are they going to carry it still?
1: They are. Oh. And a variety of other content. Good, flawless pay per view experience. It's coming. It's Flawless. gone. I'm leave it with yeah. that. So I'm sure they're it excited in
0: the chat about the, the new app. And, you know, while we have a moment here, I want to shout mm-hmm. someone out. So we were talking about the fans at uh, BKFC Fight Night New York, too. How great mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. Bare Knuckle fans in general. Evan had mentioned this. This podcast thing must be working, The show, because I got stopped in the casino a bunch of times. People were asked for pictures. I'm like, Security? with me? No, it's security. I did get yelled at one time. I was filming to show my kid the, the lights. He's like, you can't film in here. Yeah, they don't like that. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't card counting. I don't know how to do all that stuff. <laughs> no,
2: I wish I got the guy's name who stopped me.
0: I wish I, I did, Well, too. He,
2: he was like, hey, you're from the podcast. I was like, oh, my God. But then the fighter was walked. because I was standing in the walkout area, so the walkout came. So I didn't so get had to, to move, he say to hello. Well, so I can if say- you're watching, whoever I saw... You're awesome. That,
0: that got me through the night, man. Thanks. That makes you feel good. There was a group did, of uh, real good. guys from Rochester that right in their demographic too. They loved it. They couldn't get enough of it. They, they thought it was cool that, and I think this is cool about BKFC mm-hmm. too. I do it all the time. I hang out with the fans. Yeah. Like I go and just hang out in the crowd, talk to them. They try to buy me a beer. I said, I'm working. I can't do that. Afterwards we'll get sloshed. I never mm-hmm. do, but you know, um, and there was another guy that took... He, he, he's a podcast listener, watcher all the time. He said he comments in the comment section. He had some long name. He took a picture with me. I can't remember what the a name was. Name. It was a long like handle that he has on YouTube. So yeah. he said he's going to be watching. If you're watching, I told you I'm not going to remember your name, so just shout out and thank you. Thank you to everybody. I love the fans. I love that yeah. that we... I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just going with my buddies to watch a fight, and I, I love like kind of interacting with people. So that's right up my alley, man, getting yeah. those pictures and stuff. What
1: I enjoyed about the previous event... Uh, down in hollywood florida was seeing mike perry with a giant box of pizza after the event and a bunch of you know a bunch of people came up you know we're all you know having a couple of drinks just kind of celebrating a great event just seeing him just being a normal person interacting with fans just hanging out yeah awesome i don't you don't you don't
0: get that in major league baseball you don't get that in boxing you don't get that in football you don't get that anywhere you don't i don't think ufc is like that
1: yeah and i think that's why some of the fighters some of the personalities actually resonate very well with the fans because they're just like them yeah and they don't think they're better than them and you know big shout out to a lot of you know all the bkfc fighters man that they're actually Let me pause on that all of them except for one one ex bkfc fighter that i was going through my notes and i'm like man i i thought i forgot something and someone reminded me what um you know an issue we had with an ex UFC fighter who was just a BKFC fighter who was just arrested.
0: Are you going to say their name? Oh, I, I don't. Oh, I, why are you bringing this up? You are going to beat around the bush, Rob. <laughs> I don't. am not going to help a,
1: you. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a funny matter. So um,
0: yeah, you got. If you brought it up, now we have to talk about it. Yeah. So um,
1: there was a. We got some messages. A couple of our interns uh, hit me up asking how do we respond to this? And this person was let go from the organization. Immediately charges were filed against an ex-BKFC fighter for, I believe it was child pornography, pedophilia. Disgusting. And, and I'm like, we just talked about this, like literally a week prior. Like we just talked about how this happened to Kane going after someone who's denied bail. Yep. And then this person now has a bail set and is available to go out on bail. Please, please, senators, policymakers, lawmakers, change the shit. Please fix the system. When I say fix the system, please look after the ones that cannot look after for themselves. Agree. Our youngest of population, children, like it's it's absurd.
0: Well, the thing is, I think that this showed uh, that anyone, anyone can can you don't know who they really are. I mean, Mm -hmm. only only you inside your head and your heart know who the real person is. So, I mean, I hate to be untrustworthy with people, but like when you have kids, you gotta be careful because anyone, anyone in the world could be like that. And it just, it really gets my goat. It makes me sick. It disgusts me. Um, that I shook this man's hand before, you know, as one of our fighters. But mm-hmm. I do think we did the right thing. We moved quickly. We, re- we released him, and now the court of law is going to take care of it. I mean, yeah. I, and then I hope the I hope the kids that were abused are okay because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. The mm-hmm. ripple effect that's going to affect them, their kids. That's that's horrible. Sure. And everybody is innocent to proven guilty one
1: hundred percent. You got to respect that. I respect it and the integrity in the process moving forward. Again, it's. What's reported? It's what out what's out there, and you know it needs to it's be disgusting. addressed. There's
0: nothing to hide under. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Shit. It's a real, it's a real, it's unsettling, and it's a real letdown when you've spoken to somebody before mm-hmm. and then you hear that uh, unsettling is what I say. And and like I said, you feel almost like your child let you not not the kids mm-hmm. that got abused, but someone you know lets you down like that. It's just a it's a really Strange feeling that I haven't ever had in my life. It's it's terrible. Yeah. And, um, I'll, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Let the,
1: the lawmakers, policymakers don't change things. You're going to see more of the Cain Velasquez's out here in the world because they're k- there. And kudos to Everywhere. Dave
0: Feldman and the organization for working so quickly mm-hmm. to have Absolutely. That, that man released. Um, all right. So we have Dave, the caveman Rickles. I believe he's in the virtual green room. Let's see if we can get him on. Rob, I know you have a lot of great questions for Dave, as do I. Oh, there, there he, he is. The caveman. There he is. What's up, dude? What up? So this is the guy who comes off a big win from Julian Lane. What an awesome Mm -hmm. fight. Uh, And I think it was the end of that fight, I believe. You had the best post-fight interview. It was simple. You should come out with a T-shirt. You said you can't wait to put more bones to domes. And now you're going to be doing that, coming up with Marine Mike Richmond, two undefeated guys going at it. Um, I mean, welcome to the show. There's so much to unpack here. You just really seem to enjoy bare-knuckle fighting. Yeah, man, it's uh,
4: really a unique niche that fits me very well.
0: So uh, you seem to like it, and you had the great fight with Julian Lane, which it it was just incredible to watch. So when you first came into this organization, of course you're going to go after a title, but what's the reason you came to BKFC? Was it to go after the middleweight goal? Because you're going to be in a title eliminator coming up.
4: I mean, I'll be honest, like I came up to bare knuckle uh, with the idea of doing it once and calling it a good. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I was tough enough to do the shit. And um, <laughs> man, turns out I am. And uh, I feel like I'm one of the best in the world, no doubt.
1: You're, And Dave, you know, you're definitely tough enough to do this sport. We've seen it. Chad Mendes saying, wow, how exciting it was. You're now two fights into it. What, you know, what is the difference? the positive difference that you see from going into mixed martial arts, competitive competition to straight up no glove boxing.
4: Um, The big thing for me, man, uh, it allows me to, you know, really focus on, you know, one aspect of training. You know what I mean? I don't have to do wrestling where shit. I mean, most fighters know that's where they get hurt in training, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wrestling and jujitsu. So I get to focus on my boxing, Uh, I do my hard sparring uh, um, and man, you know, it's, it's a really, it's an easier camp to be honest. It's an easier camp and a harder fight.
0: So last time we were in Wichita, I I always pay attention to the crowd. I don't know if you even hear them when you're fighting. You might be in your zone, but they were one of the best crowds we had. I said New York was really good, but Wichita was loud. They came to watch a fight. A lot of them came to watch you because you're a hometown superstar to them. Uh, As you perform in front of your hometown, you fight in front of your hometown. Does that enter your mind like you don't want to let them down or you're trying to give them a show? Is uh, is it making you more nervous? I mean, you're a professional fighter. I just want to know where your mind's at with that.
4: I prefer to be acknowledged as king of Kansas. (laughs) Uh, King caveman, baby. uh, Yeah. No, man, I just... I built a really good fan base here, man. And, um, you know, a lot of fighters have to come out of American Top Team or, uh, you know, one of those other super gyms. And, you know, I'm one of the guys who just did it right here from Wichita. Yeah, we're watching
0: you do it. It's fun to watch. Now, I, I just... I've noticed your opponent, Mike Richmond. he's on a tear as well. He's had a lot to say about a lot of people like Elvin Brito. He was talking about him recently. He said Elvin Brito is not impressive to him. Um, I just wonder, what do you think he thinks of you? Have you ever heard him talk about you? What's his thoughts on you, Caveman?
4: Well, he's, he's shown me a lot of respect, man. I, I will say this. I think he is sleeping on me for this bout. And uh, that's a really big mistake. You know, I, I, you know, it's hard not to go – the way that he's gone in and kind of, you know, toyed with guys, essentially, to, in his uh, last few fights, it's hard not to have that confidence. And hubris is the way I feel it. He's a little too confident in his hands. Well, what makes
0: you confident that you'll beat Mike Richmond?
4: I just – man, I'm just – I've entered another – after that fight with Julian Lane and – Man, just the way I feel when I'm out there doing the bare knuckle, um, the way training is going, the way my life is going, I feel unbeatable, man. I mean, I just, I got everything, everything is is great for Dave Decay, man, Rickles. And, uh, you know, when you have a positive life outside of the ring, as well as the positive training camp, you know, everything's just going good. I mean, you know, that shit translates.
0: Of course it does. Now, if it's going so well and and you feel like you're going to bring that into the squared circle, we could see it happening. So, what is I mean, prediction wise, when you think about this fight with Mike Richmond, how do you predict it to go? That's a question a lot of people ask you. You just don't even know yet. Just go the way it goes.
4: I'm really good at about adapting when I'm in there, but but I'm man. You know, I said it to Julian Lane on the last one. And Julian said he's going to knock me out in round one, and that didn't happen, obviously. So, you know, I hope that he's actually preparing for, you know, uh, deep water, man, because that's where I'm going to drag him, and that's where I'm going to beat him.
0: Yeah, I think the fans wanna see that deep water beating between you two. Uh that's why BKFC is so awesome. It's not boxing, it's not it's fighting, and it's gonna be a fight between you two. I love that. Now, the other thing I love about watching you, you're a performer, not just a fighter. Your walkouts are top notch. You have the best walkouts, right? Uh, I love watching them. So can we expect another awesome walkout? Can you kind of tell us what it might look like this time? Have you started planning that yet?
4: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm just always trying to show out and have I mean, the truth is, like, people want to be entertained from the second they see you uh, into the screen, you know what I mean? So, um, I just do my best to to bring the whole package, you know what I mean? And I think that's why I've built such a good fan base and, uh, you know, love, especially here in the city, man. You know, most of my dope walkouts have always been right here at home, so. You can expect another one.
0: Uh, that's, he's not going to tell us what it's going to be. I, really quickly, I want to talk about, I think it was your last time when you fought. You tried to do the Squid Games thing. And I remember you telling me a story. This is interesting to me, that it didn't come in. You ordered it from Amazon or something, and it didn't come in. So my man, Caveman, went, and he made his <laughs> own, everything you saw him wearing, I think was the Julian Lane fight. That's awesome. He created that. He actually so he's getting ready for <laughs> yeah. a fight. He's making masks for Squid Game. I mean, you could have a Hollywood career in like set design, too, and like, costumes as well.
4: Yeah, I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to like the the cosplay and like just dressing up for Halloween and all sorts of shit. Like, I really like to go all out. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll make it." You know what I mean? I know I can do it. So and I did, and it looked good. It looked man. awesome. It
0: looked pretty good. Looked great. So, so if you're now you take me down another road. If you're a nerd for Halloween and stuff, I am as well. What was your best Halloween outfit you can remember having? I'm just curious because you, you're really good at dressing up for these walkouts.
4: Ash from evil dead. I got the chance on my arm and all that <laughs> shit, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> I
0: love it. We gotta see pictures of that. Caveman, so great to talk to you. Rob, do you have anything for
1: caveman? Yeah, you're this is a number one contender contender, excuse me, eliminator. Does that add any additional pressure on you? Or do you think Mike Richmond's gonna add more to his training regiment, knowing that the winner of this fight is getting a shot at the championship?
4: not really man he knows i'm not a joke um and uh, i feel the same about him so you know i've been busting my ass getting ready for this fight um you know truthfully i think we are the title fight bro <laughs> i really do man i think i think we're the we're the two baddest in the division and we're about to find out who's who the next champ is
0: that's why I think the fans are so excited about this fight. I'm That's why I'm excited about fight. it. Cause you are, you're two <laughs> of the baddest guys in the division. And I, like this is when I saw it announced, I was kind of scrolling my phone. Cause they don't tell me anything. Cause I'll just blow it out of the podcast. They know I got a big mouth, but when I saw it announced, I literally came out of my chair. I was so excited for this fight. I know Rob is as well. Mm-hmm. Rob, that's all I have for the caveman. I mean, are you, are you good? Yeah, that's cool. all. We appreciate your time very much. Hey, man, looking forward to it. BKFC.com. Yeah. Grab that app. $4.99 a month to see this guy, the caveman, and the Marine Mike Richmond, go to war. $4.99? Are you kidding me? Are you, he's scaring me now. That's too big. All right, listen. <laughs> caveman, go get ready. Go do your training. Go plan your walkout. We're excited to see you in Wichita on April 8th. BKFC.com to grab that app. Honk your horn for us before you go. Cool. Honk your horn what's up honk your horn honk my horn Kids, honk. Yeah, like. all right now everybody's looking up man, you're awesome <laughs> thanks <laughs> have a great day buddy thank you for all right, coming
4: boys, on boys appreciate you having me on <laughs> thank you sir <laughs> it's
0: wonderful thank you I don't know. He's sitting in the I car. Know. They, they. You're welcome. They, they, they all are. I know. I don't know if this is everywhere mm-hmm. with sports, but whenever I interview a fighter, I feel like 99 percent of the time they're in their car. So I'm going to start asking them to hop their no one, horn No from one Ella can bother them. Yeah. You know what
1: yeah. I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey man,
0: after talking to caveman, I'm even more excited for the fight. Uh, yeah, that, that's a guy that he doesn't even have to try to build the fight. The fight's already built to me. I mean, there doesn't need to be well, bad blood here. He
1: brings he, he in the fight. You know what to expect with him. You know what to expect with Mike Richmond and. I, I don't have it in front of me, man. I've seen the Mike Richmond memes that are out there now. Yeah. yeah. they are actually similar to like the Chuck Norris? Yeah. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like like Mike Richmond's stare can burn through like a wall. He's <laughs> like the, it's the, most, great. the most
0: interesting man in the
1: world Yeah. Stuff too. Yeah.
0: Uh two and oh Rickles, for my estimation, where I can see record versus three and oh Mike Richmond. So not just a title eliminator, but also one of these guys is gonna lose their undefeated streak or their winning streak. Mm-hmm. So that's always a, a nice little cherry on top when you're watching a fight like that too. Uh, I'm very, very excited for the fight again. bkfc.com. Grab your app, 4.99 a month. Put you on the spot. Who do you have? Not, I don't have anybody yet. I have to look. I have to look. If <laughs> I have to analyze the training, I have mm-hmm. to see as we get closer uh, how it's going. I have to look into okay. both men's eyes when I'm interviewing them. Sometimes the eyes are the window to the soul, and when I do these interviews, not these ones, mm-hmm. the ones for the, the spotlight you see on the broadcast, like I can sometimes look into their eyes really and tell. I tell you, we were talking about Chancy Wilson mm-hmm. versus Nico Hernandez earlier. When I interviewed Chancey, I was like this guy's got a really good shot at winning. I just felt it coming off him. I felt the confidence, but it wasn't false confidence. Uh, a lot more coming up here on the show. I think we have a lot more. Who the heck knows? But I do know this. We're going to throw it to commercial quickly. Rob, you want to do it with me? We haven't done this together in a long time. One, yeah. two, three, go. Welcome to the world of Bare Knuckle TV. Watch every live Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship pay-per-view event for only $4.99 per month. Enjoy our all-new library of content including unlimited access to the full library of BKFC pay-per-views, behind-the-scenes access, exclusive BKFC original series, and additional live bare-knuckle fights from around the globe. You can access it anywhere you want, anytime you want, instantly on most streaming devices. It's available right now on Bare Knuckle TV. Over 1,000 hours of on-demand content, uncut and uncensored. All here, anytime you want, anywhere you want, for only four ninety nine a month. Subscribe now exclusively at bkfc.com. Fair Knuckle Fighting Championship returns to Wichita, Kansas on Friday, April 8th with two title eliminators. In the main event, Mike the Marine Richmond knuckles up with Dave the Caveman Rickles, both men chasing middleweight gold. In the co-made event, it's a light heavyweight title eliminator as Isaac Doolittle throws hands with Jared Warren. Plus, the return of undefeated pro boxer Marciano Hernandez. BKFC 23 on the Bare Knuckle TV app downloaded at BKFC.com.
2: I think Here's I'm so live sure. by myself. <laughs> Sosha had to whiz. <laughs> We're live.
0: Oh. Hell, go have a seat, oh, man. <laughs> I never, ever take off on a show. Too much of this T.L., baby.
1: Oh man, That's great. How was it? I washed Everything my hands. Everything come out so okay? Um, so, 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 so. What's up, buddy? I'm sorry about um, that, fans.
0: Whew, when you got to go, you got to go. Right,
1: well, I really can't address what just came in through my inbox until we address.
0: Oh, what happened? What came in?
1: <clears throat> well, let me hold on to this. Oh, Come I on, he's going to gonna tease down. Good broadcaster. Yeah, and I, I think up next on our notes is... You tell me. The shocking news was shocked the bare knuckle world of combat sports. Tony Lopez defeats Josh Burns. Shocked she, me. Tony good. Lopez was 0-3-1 going into that bout in bare knuckle. Tony's a tough guy, though. He is tough. Oh, he's tough I, as he's as one of those guys I just
0: like watching fight because he's so tough. Tough, tough. As no slouch.
1: Nails. So very very shocking. Um, everyone thought Burns, who was uh, the main event to this card initially, change of opponent. I think We're there was twice. another change of There's opponent. Two change, yeah, yeah. It sucks. Uh, Josh Burns, great guy. Yeah, wonderful. Um, Tony Lopez, I guess. You sound the fight like on. me. Great guy. Yeah, great no, he guy. is. Everyone's awesome. great guy. Yeah, everyone's great. Josh
0: is awesome though. I love the hammer. Nice guy.
1: He is, and wow. Um, so. Apparently Josh Burns had messaged a few people um, stating that he broke his
0: hand. No, he had I saw I saw that post. Yeah, he, so he broke his hand. I saw it on Instagram, I think. He posted his picture. I think it was his I think it was his right hand the first round he broke it. Uh, I want to say that they did they put a pin or something in there or, or just broke. I don't remember, but I know I saw it. And uh yeah, I mean, if you break your right hand and you're right-handed in the beginning of the fight, I mean, and That's yes, Tony's been that's enough worse tool. to exploit exploit that and see it as well. So you're gonna mm-hmm. lose. I mean, I think Josh even understood that as did I. I don't so, think
2: people give Tony enough credit. No, Tony's tough. No, no. Tony I, went what ten rounds with Joey Beltran.
1: His draw. His draw. His second fight. I had him winning that bout. Yeah, I had him oh, winning when they that. Fought in, uh, yes, in Mexico, Cancun, right? Yeah. Yes, no. I had him winning that bout. It was. It wasn't like the first. It wasn't like a bloodbath or anything. It was a very calculated approach by you know by Tony Lopez yeah. that I think threw Joey Beltran off. And again, I gave him the nod. I had one more round, but it was close. It was a very close bout.
2: Well, Tony's like 48.
0: Is he really? 48?
2: Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's, he's like the Tom Brady of that of guy.
0: He's just I remember I mean, when he fought. He, <laughs> remember when he fought Alan Belcher for us? Neither yeah. one knew each other's name. They just wanted to fight. <laughs> I was like, that's the kind of fighter I like. They just I want know. to go. They just want to go. So, no, I, I mean, uh, look, if you lose your tools in the beginning uh, of a fight I thought Josh Burns Was just going to run Honestly I don't say Run through Tony Because Tony's mm-hmm. tough But no, I Nobody thought, runs through Tony No that's in Bare
2: Knuckle anyway It's no. just He's so He's so durable
0: But I think a lot of people Thought Josh was going to Come in and he would be awarded. He'd be the winner. I mean, I thought that. Yeah. I love watching Tony fight, but I thought that. I thought that he was going to be Godbeer. I thought that he was going to be. I forget who the second one is. Wasn't they put against it? But I, I really did Travis, believe that. Travis uh, yeah. I don't Voof. To say his name. Voof. I
2: probably butchered that. Yeah,
0: that's all right. You're usually right with everything. <sighs> I'm going to What do you, what do say you got on your phone, false. dude?
1: No, I'm not going to report on this because I'm kind of looking at it and I don't want to put out this misinformation. What do you got, Rob? So some people are, are questioning in a group online, a bare knuckle group only hands. Uh, did Josh Burns actually break his hand, or did he, he steal the picture? Did he steal a photo from from the internet? Uh, to me, it looks like two different photos. One hundred percent looks like two different photos. Do we
0: have the photos or no? You have them on your uh, phone.
1: I, I, I wouldn't say that he stole x ray uh, X-ray. Uh, I'm not going to go down that road because uh, I don't that. At this point, I, I don't have enough information to even say that that's who's reporting. We don't want to ruffle any further. credible news well, well, though. Is this
0: this is on the Only Hands Group reporting this? Which yeah. by the way, just yeah. the other day, here's so how dumb go I am. Here's how dumb that. I am. Stand I'm so stupid inbox. that the other day, the Only Hands Group, I was looking at it because I, I, again, I read everything. I just don't mm-hmm. always comment. But the Only Hands thing, I'm so dumb that just the other day, I went, oh, that's a playoff Only Fans. I'm such mm. a I never really <laughs> thought about it. I, I'm ashamed to even admit that. Anyway. You have quite
2: a few subscriptions, though, don't you? So, <laughs>
0: I got all kinds. You want to get into them?
2: Yes. <laughs> LL Cool J,
1: man. Ladies love Cool James.
2: What? <laughs> <That's> what <laughs> I, I don't know
0: what that was.
1: LL Cool J, that's what it stands no, for. No, I know what it stands for, but what, why are we saying You're that? y'all talking about OnlyFans.
0: Oh, OnlyFans. Okay. Okay. Mama said no. <laughs> all right, no, you yeah. guys can continue your uh, OnlyFans conversation. I, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I, I know in the format, I want to bring this up. It's not BKFC related, but okay. you had talked about this, and I'm going to kind of segue into Bare Knuckle and BKFC. Um, last week or this week, actually it was this week we lost, what's today? Thursday. Yeah. We lost Scott Hall. If you don't know who Scott yeah. Hall is, uh, he was Razor Ramon, a big part of my childhood. He's a guy that whether you like pro wrestling or not, he kind of innovated as a wrestling fan watching. He changed the game by a lot of stuff that he did ladder matches, you know, all that stuff. Uh, but he also changed the game for the wrestlers behind the scenes by getting more money. He changed a lot in the industry, 63 years old. He went in for a broken hip. He had a clot or something and three heart attacks. They had to take him yeah. off life support. So it was a big loss in the wrestling community uh, for myself as well. Scott had given me some great advice before, and I just think he's a nice guy. Uh, tortured by demons his whole life. You know, all the drugs, the alcoholism. He finally kind of started to beat that, and now, you know, unfortunately he passes away. It's a, it's a sad moment for wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. I, I know you were a fan as well growing up. I was, very much so. And just looking at some of the
1: posts that people put Brings out there. Brings back memories. Um, not only his in-ring character,
0: but his character outside of the ring. Uh, he was on, like, the Jerry Springer show. You know he got in tr- trouble for that, the Jerry Springer show? Did he? He got in trouble because he gave his—he <laughs> didn't tell anybody. He gave his Intercontinental Total Belt to a kid that uh, had some kind of problem. I don't know if it was a deadly problem or what it was, some That's kind true. of Make-A-Wish stuff. And he gave it away and, didn't, and he said, oh, you got to get me a new belt. They didn't have a new belt. That was back when they didn't have a bunch of belts. And also, the character Razor Ramon was brought to WWE by Kurt Henning. Mr. Mm-hmm. Perfect, yep. and the reason why it did so well is Scott was like a cowboy before that and stuff, and he used to do the Scarface, the Tony Montana mm-hmm. like accent, they thought it was so great. So he did that for Vince McMahon, for some reason, I guess Vince is so in the wrestling universe, he'd never seen that movie, Scarface. This is brilliant, he said. we got to get this guy on. So he'd never seen Scarface, Chico. Wow. I was going to do the, the toothpick behind my ear, but I had this on in tribute. I'm going to throw toothpicks in people's faces for the rest of uh, the week.
1: Yeah, and um, one of the things that uh, I saw a couple of people talking about is this, this is the, the pre, you know, um, they're on the road 360 days a year. It's a lot, man. Um, some of these guys don't go home for 80 days straight back then. I and mean, it was a lot. And you know you can call it fake, you can call it whatever you want. You throw your body around, you break wrists, you know, you you fracture your head, you you get injured, and you have to work the next day. I fractured my head, right? So you're working injured all
0: the time. All the time. So how how do you do that? Back then, drugs. Back then, you'd lose your spot, you'd lose your pay because that's what Scott Hall changed. They were were not on Mm -hmm. guaranteed contracts. And now, if you're in a guaranteed contract, you can sit out if you're hurt. You couldn't do that before. You lose money, you lose your spot. Uh, as simple as that. So I just want to throw, you know, from the wrestling industry, a thank you to Scott Hall uh, and, you know, hopefully keep you, him and his family and, and friends in your prayers, big loss for the wrestling yeah. community, um, a big gain for the wrestling community. In, in my estimation, uh, AEW, uh, we've seen the UFC guys on there. We've seen Dan Lambert on there. We've seen our very own page van Zant on there. Well, apparently page van Zandt signed a contract. It looks like with AEW to do some wrestling. And I think, I do think that page van Zant is going to do they- very well. AEW are the smartest
1: people in the room. I think I, I said something to you probably two or three months ago. I have not watched wrestling. I'm a combat sporting friend. I was a wrestling fan. I got brought back into. It. I'm like, man, these guys are doing some exciting stuff. Smaller promotion. I'm like, I'm, dial- I'm like, this looks great. Yep. Now all of a sudden, I'm like, Page Van Zandt's on there. I'm like, We're in a bare knuckle wow. fighting championship t-shirt. Yeah. too. One time. Yeah. Yeah, and she, okay, so she's still signed. So people understand she's still signed with BKFC. Yes. She's still fighting. We're
0: allowing this. Okay.
1: And she's going to be with AEW.
0: Yeah, so I think, uh, apparently, when she first signed with us, I know there was a lot of rumblings going on. WWE was really interested in bringing her in. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You've seen Paige's Instagram videos where she's, you know, the famous backflip into the pool and stuff. You know how athletic she is. Mm-hmm. So if she Very can get talented. somebody to work with her as far as getting, figuring out how to do pro wrestling, she's got a good look to her. She's athletic. And if she's gonna be, I don't know, if she's gonna be heel face. What they're gonna do with mm-hmm. her? But I think she could do either one. I would like to see her as a heel, which is a bad, a bad person. If you don't know, a bad person. A bad, I would say a bad guy, but you, bad girl. Bad guy. Uh, yeah, that's so what I was thinking. Of razor <laughs> Remote so when I said that. Um, but I, I do think that um, I, I do think she's gonna do very well in pro wrestling, mm-hmm. and, and, and I wish her a lot of luck. And hey, that's only gonna help Bare Knuckle because I would think that that's are gonna promote her from Bare Knuckle, and then mm-hmm. more people are gonna come start watching Bare Knuckle. So I think it's something like this. And, uh, you know, Tony Khan is, is a guy who grew up, uh, watching ECW out of Philly. He's very unconventional. Um, Tony Khan, so he does, Tony Khan is the owner. Okay. Yeah. So they also all right. Tony
1: Khan, well, you are a very smart man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love what he's doing with stuff Paul I love what he's doing with the sport.
0: Hey, you can see Paige up there now on AEW. I mean, she's she's definitely ready to go. I, and and I think Dude, that, she's gonna uh, she's gonna beat somebody up, man. Someone's gonna get hurt. She's
1: no joke, man. The the weird say thing what is, you want about her, she's but I a wonder professional fighter.
0: Oh, that's what I mean. I wonder coming from MMA and bare knuckle. Mm-hmm. Now, with pro wrestling, you have to learn to pull the punches a little yeah. bit. Is that going to be a hard thing for her? Is she going to be knocking people out? I'm going to tune in to watch. I'm just curious. I, I have polarizing. a question. You were,
1: you were a professional wrestler, right? For, yeah, and you guys bit. take you guys take bumps. And have you ever heard of like someone getting, uh, I guess, is it a retribution?
0: Yeah, it's called a shoot. It happens all the time. A receipt If somebody hits me hard, I hit them hard later. It's understood. Yeah, then they're so, They better be a, very careful. Yeah, if they upset her. The, yeah, exactly. And, and I you mean, know, it happens all the time. Actually, really. actually, like I said, I'll be tuning in to see if that does happen. I might maybe I'll, I'll make fake accounts up so she can beat other wrestlers up when she goes in there. It'd be fun. We can kind of troll. Uh, but congratulations to Paige Van Zandt, and uh, hopefully, we'll have an announcement for a fight with her in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship soon. And like I said, I believe that. AEW can only help our mm-hmm. organization grow. So you're a fan. I'm a fan. Rob's a fan. So this is a very good thing for our organization to get more TV time from someone that has been with our organization. So congratulations to Paige Van Zandt. Looking forward to seeing what she does. Dan Lambert's been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. He's a bad guy. He's been yeah. incredible. So Speaking of announcements. Uh, what do we have now? Speaking of announcements. Do you have one? I do have one. Not on my format as normal. What do you have? The juggernaut. Who's he fighting oh. next? I got leaked. <laughs> uh
1: leaked it? Did Hold we find on, out who, who the leak it. was? Who leaked it? Can did we, we guys, find it? Why don't you take a look at it? Uh, <laughs> oh, there is the leak. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the man Wait, did himself. you guys time
4: that? <laughs> Yeah, he walked. Right
2: he's always in that. here watching. He's got. He's got. Are, he's...
4: You guys are at an all-time viewer low. You want to cut this show? Now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he walked in the room.
0: The the, the, no. the ratings tanked. No. What happened? No, we, we know it got announced yesterday on another on another radio station or, or excuse, on a radio station. We're not on it. We can say whatever we want. That's right. But uh, I'm very excited for that fight. Anytime Lorenzo Hunt steps in the ring, defend his title, or even just steps in the ring, I, I can't wait to see what happens versus Joe Riggs Diesel coming back. Boom! And, there it is. There, there it is, baby. There's, That's tough. I'm looking forward to that fight, man. I really am. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. I remembered to hit. I'm sorry. So apparently there's all kinds of riffraff going around with Palomino, mm-hmm. Brito. You know, Palomino's going after Hunt, saying that
0: he should be fighting Gustavo. It's a big mess. Everyone's going at each other. Gustavo. Brito, yeah. Gustavo. I'm Brito, terrible with names, Brito. I names, <laughs> man. I, I, I am too. I am too, Bob. Uh, <laughs> I, got a, I got a lisp. <laughs> Cut me some slack. I was a child of divorce. There's Help a lot, me out, folks. Oh come on, latchkey child over there. <laughs> so so here's the thing. I mean, there's a lot is this of not a great, drama. I like this on. fight. I Do you think wait. you Should be fighting I, someone else. I'm looking forward to this fight. the The, the thing is, it's almost a problem. Is it's is a good fight to make, but it's a good problem to have. People want to see so many different fights with our fighters, including a guy like Lorenzo that there's going to be arguments from not even just from the fans the fighters are now getting involved that's how intense it is so i understand why that's happening but i do i want to see this fight i want to see what happens i mean lorenzo hunt is very outspoken in how talented he is and he was outspoken he's, he's turning into this not only is he a very excellent
1: fighter he's being a cerebral My fighter too. very well and i you know he he took he took hector lombard before they even fought into deep waters you know, he he's getting very, very good with the cerebral game.
0: Well, I mean, it could be argued uh, the Hector versus Riggs fight where Lorenzo jumped into the ring. Uh, it could be argued that Riggs was doing very well in that fight and that Hector uh, uh, needed a little bit of help. Like, as I know we talked about it before mm-hmm. where he was grabbing the trunks, mm-hmm. grabbing the shorts, excuse me. But... Now it's going to be interesting to see that Lorenzo now has a win over Hector. Is he going to be able to get the win over Riggs as well? I mean, that's what I'm interested to see because that's where all this Lorenzo craziness started during the fight between Riggs and Hector. So uh, does does anything short of a
1: stoppage? This is going to be one of the best BKFC fights of all time. You're calling Riggs it. does not stop coming forward. Hunt is going to be throwing bombs. dude. Look for him to to start the cerebral games like now. Well, he's yeah. a light heavyweight too, right? Yeah. So they're, they're
2: coming in at 85. Oh, that's because cool. so they're going to be you know, wow. shredded.
0: Yeah, Shred- <laughs> shredded, ripped, wow. chiseled, quicker, jacked. stronger. Let's go, baby. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see because I'll tell you what, Joe Riggs, last time again with Hector, he was... I mean, I'm ready to see him fight again. I was ready immediately after that. Listen, I don't know what Joe Riggs' his
1: training regiment is, but this guy, every fight, he brings it. He just gets get, keeps getting better after every BKFC fight. And you would think it would be the opposite. This mm. many fights, you're going to see you know, father time. Not at all. Not with this guy. And this is going to be an exciting fight for sure. I'm excited I'm for it,
0: too. I think the future, like I said, here in BKFC, we say it every week is bright. I think we have so many great matches coming mm-hmm. up. More cards coming. BKFC.com. If you didn't grab the app yet, what are you doing? Four ninety nine a month. The best value in combat sports. Uh, I work here, and I even pay for it. They don't give me a free app. They don't. <laughs> I, I do. I pay And I proudly pay for it. I proudly pay for it. So all the April events coming up that you'll get on BKFC.com. If you grab the app, they're all up there on screen. I'm looking forward to the Mexicutioner too, Beltron Tate. Uh, I shook Tate's hand before. And Tate has these, these like catcher's mid hands where I can't imagine getting hit by one, any of them. But if, if somebody's going to get hit, it's going to be Joey. You know, Joey's going to keep coming. Joey's not going to stop. We've seen him before. I'm excited for that fight as well. Here's the entire upcoming BKTV schedule. If you want to peruse it, check it out. It's all up there. A, a lot going on. Plus, from all the fights we have that, but then we also have the content. We have the interviews. We have the ungloved series. We have, it's all up A there. Brand for new you. app. And the brand and new app that we we're talking about. BKFC.com, $4.99 a month. Get in on that if you haven't. Best value in combat sports. I think it sounds good. It is it true. It is. Is. Why do you want to go pay 80 or 90 or whatever is to watch another type of fight yeah, when you watch paying
1: more for a gallon of gas? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that's great. That's that is very true. That's a great right? that's I actually got excited for four thirteen a gallon earlier today. And, An and app lasts longer. You yeah. get thirty days. You go find me a
1: gallon of gas, I'll you more than that is true.
0: That's right? a great way to sell it. No wonder you're a marketing guy, Rob. I, I uh, take yeah. that.
1: I just work here, man.
0: Well, listen, we're excited about what's to come and I think it was a great show today thank you for our guests that came on Caveman always wonderful Connor Tierney I can't wait to see where his Mm -hmm. his career is going to go on BKFC thank you so much for hanging out with us today and every Thursday we appreciate you don't forget again BKFC.com grab that app my shill you think I'm getting paid for the app subscriptions I'm not I want you to experience it till next week we say cheers knuckle up wait for Razor Ramon
4: ah done like comment subscribe